0: Hello again, friends. Welcome back to Error Code Blueberry, an unassuming destiny podcast. Uh, my name is Chilibin. Um, Give me that again because your audio dropped on my end.
1: Oh heck, it a mech.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, trials and tribulations of recording this over the internet. Um, this right here is episode 14. Uh, we didn't get an episode in last week just to, you know, life stuff um so we did the math behind the scenes uh i.e i just said it um means we're on week 13 of the season you'll have to excuse there might be some background noise because my neighbors uh so like where i'm sitting in this office the wall to my right on the other side of that is our garage where my car is where it sleeps and then next to that is the neighbor's garage it's it's a two-car garage but really it's one car plus some stuff around it Uh, They've put a ping pong table in theirs and they have some friends over. Uh, So there is occasional like hooting and hollering and and ping pong sounds.
1: It sounded like canned cheering.
0: Yeah. Welcome to Erico Blueberry and the crowd goes wild. I wish. That'd be amazing. I was
1: just like, did you hit something on your soundboard? (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: Oh God. Okay. I'm going to think about soundboard ideas for the show. (laughs) It's mostly just us making weird noises with our mouths, I think. Um, yeah it's it's look taking a week off in the middle of the the destiny quiet period is is one thing, but then we managed to uh record the day after the giant fucking ability twab dropped, so I do wanna talk about parts of it. What I don't wanna do is dive into the numbers because I feel like I need like three hours just to digest all the fucking stat changes, all the different ability rebalancing and work out like what it actually is going to mean. But I also kind of just want to wait three weeks and see how it feels with my current builds and then kind of go from there.
1: Yeah, like the numbers are fine, but we're not really going to know until it's out.
0: No, like some of it based on the classes I play a lot, I can kind of imagine. But it was like when they um yeah there's been a few of those sort of balance updates recently where you're like oh that that sounds like it's going to be really drastic and then you get it and it's like oh actually sliding doesn't feel that much different or whatever the change was um but it
1: shits the bed and it's a non-issue
0: yes that being said it it sounds like it's going to be a giant patch that is dropping with the 30th anniversary so very interesting times ahead um before we get into any of that, I have a really fucking itchy forearm. That so we streamed uh what last week? And that was the day after I'd gotten I mean all of this done on the on the inside of the forearm. It's got ointment on it, so it looks kinda gross. Um but a week in it's I am I am firmly in itchy town. It is everything I can do, not to just like fucking slap it right now.
1: I found so I have both of my forearms mm. done. I found forearms, for some reason, are just by far the worst when it comes to tattoos. And I think it's because that skin is so soft and yeah. like delicate. I want to scratch it. You're constantly like putting your arm down on I it. Dude, I am
0: so fucking conscious about where I'm putting this arm. Like, luckily, I haven't like it wasn't anything on the back of the elbow, so I can still like lean it on stuff. But I can't lay it flat. I can't like. I'm basically sitting on the couch with like this just up and then like, maybe I'll dangle my arm over the, over the side of the couch. Oh, but...
1: boy. When I got my ribs done, that oh. was a mistake in the middle mm. of winter. So I'm walking around oh, like this. God. Yeah. Like weeks while they heal.
0: Yeah. Whereas I'm just like, you know, washing it three times a day, doing all the good stuff, putting the, uh, the, the, the ointment on it. But then I'll go to bed, like put ointment on it, long sleeve shirt over it. So I don't fuck up the bed i don't get that all over the sheets but then i'm like trying to work out a position to lie in with my arms so that i'm comfortable i'm really stoked with how it looks but this is the point there's two points where i think fuck tattoos and that's in the middle of of like a four-hour session getting one and right now where it's like this sucks and i'm halfway through healing it
1: oh you know there's three there's a third point (laughs) yeah and it's when you get through the crusties
0: See, I, I, I don't really get that so much because I'm very aggressive about like a cleaning regimen with them. So that oh, I've yeah, no I am too. Dealt with too I much. just,
1: I scar and mm. peel, mm. quite easily. Yeah. So like, my knees are permanently scuffed because if I fall over, that's yeah. a yeah. scar. for six Yeah, months. yeah, yeah, for sure. So I, I peel quite aggressively, and then having an immune disorder, I get a lot of swelling and peeling too. Yeah,
0: I, I, I will also say. The inside of the wrist, one, very Ouchie. painful, very painful. And then two, your fingers
1: twitch. Well, yeah,
0: two, that's where the motherfucker started. Three, really annoying for operating a computer, and that's what I do for work. So I'm, And, like, it's funny, the artist, like, pointed out my little gamer cherry because he saw the red thing and he's like, oh, you should try using a wrist rest. I'm like, no, nah, I've tried that, and it compresses the nerves on my wrist, and it's it's not good, actually. Um but I have to like position my hand in a completely different place so that I'm not actually resting that on my like mouse pad in any way. Everything feels very awkward right now.
1: (laughs) I, uh, yeah. While we're on this tattoos, subject of tattoos, tattoos Mm. of subjects. Yes. You going to get any destiny tattoos?
0: I, I know I will. Um, I don't have like a solid idea of what yet part of me wants to just get the callous cup symbol. Um, but even then I'm like, yeah, there's, there's just so many symbols within destiny that are either cool or mean something to me or would make for a good tattoo. I don't want to get like a huge piece. You know, I got one to, to represent the adventure zone. Um, Cause I like really enjoyed the, the first story arc they put out. So I've got like a little a tattoo just on my chest, which is just like a basic rune kind of thing. Um, so I think something like that where it's like, just take one of those symbols and just put it on me. Cause it's already such a strong design, but I don't know what, and I don't want to just like do the Titan symbol. Cause all right, fine. That's not, it doesn't feel as representative of my entire experience with the game. You know what I mean? It's, I'm not just playing a Titan. There's yeah. so much more to it. Um, I'll get there eventually. I know I will. I'm a, I'm a mm. sucker for it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Here, have hundreds of dollars and hours of my time, and then I'll wear this forever. Goodbye. Huh. Anyway, we should dig into some Destiny stuff. Yeah. Um, kind of want to save the TWAB stuff to last, because it's beefy. It, it is beefy. And there's a few like interesting points from earlier in the week. Um, that that are pretty nice. Um, the the first one you threw in there was just like it was some like PlayStation tweet, PlayStation article somewhere, followed by a tweet from one of the devs, um, uh, Julian Narden on Twitter saying that they were still working on the character model for Savathun when building Season of the Lost. So Season of the Lost opened with that off-camera reveal of Savathun's form so at that point they didn't have a model so they they did the like reverse shot right of uh, Saint watching this thing kind of expand in front of him Um, so that's why you don't see her in the big transformation reveal Um, then goes on to say 50% of game dev is figuring out possible solutions to creative problems the other half is implementing them Um, which yeah really interesting insight into the process of something like that because you'd granted season of the lost, like it was what a day or two before we had the witch queen showcase where they had clearly animation stuff figured out for Savathun, but they hadn't actually done the actual in game model is what this is. This is kind of saying, um, which is just so fascinating that they can do one, but not have the other as a, as a sort of byproduct of either. But yeah.
1: Well- yeah, I guess I guess in a way rigging her for the cinematic trailer would be vastly different from then trying to scale that down and almost peel it back because obviously unless you've got a super powerful GPU your graphics mm. are a lot less than what you're seeing in the game trailer. Yeah. And so I'd imagine the rigging and especially the textures would be vastly different between the two. Yeah. And and doing that transformation scene, I can't imagine that would have been an easy animation to begin with. Yeah. So it's almost cost effective and time effective to do the the reverse shot and kind of focus more on Saint and the Guardian yeah. and Mara and stuff. Well, I think it's, it's it's super it's interesting. Like it's, it's an old school horror technique to yeah. to get a reaction rather than the action.
0: Yeah, um, that's what I was going to say is like it's it's so interesting because it also preserves the in game reveal. To a later date, you know, yeah. like part of me was kind of expecting, okay, we've seen her we've, they've done the witch queen showcase. They're just going to, when it was sort of building up to that in the, in the cutscene, I was like, cool, they're just going to do it. And then they didn't, they just kind of showed the reactions to it. So does that now mean, you know, like at some point between now and witch queen or just the opening of witch queen is like, here she is. But it means that they've preserved that until then, which is really fascinating that it's come out of what was a technical limitation,
1: yeah and I think it, it ended up like I said just then it ended up being a really interesting storytelling technique because you're seeing their reactions so that transformation between Osiris and Sabbathoon is in your head mm. And to me, my brain went body horror, like gingy yeah. Edo body yeah. horror. Yeah. like how does this giant being and also like my brain also played into the moth aesthetic. Yes. And I'm and like, so did she, did she kind of come out like a moth? Like, bleh, yucky. Ugh.
0: What happened to Osiris's body? Did it just get, like, peeled off?
1: Yucky. Oh.
0: And oh. that's my
1: brain. And it's just, like, looking at the terror and, like, yes. shock on all the characters. Obviously not Saint. But I think they did a really good job in portraying him being scared and, like, afraid by just his body movements. Yeah. Like, watching a giant man recoil and almost like fold in on himself a little bit. Yeah.
0: You know what it, like the thought, and I can't believe this hasn't crossed my mind before, like because they're giving like so much emotional weight to the character of Saint-14, are we going to get a like Samus Aran helmet off reveal of Saint at some point?
1: He's an Exo.
0: Yeah. So but he's got really a face a lot, under there.
1: There's not really a lot to reveal, I guess.
0: But I, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't nervous. know if there is like a, I don't know if there's a, like a canonical description of what his face is like under that helmet. Cause you, you know could, what? you know, there could be something really interesting going on under there. You don't know.
1: As a, as a saint. Hey, saint,
0: what that mouth do?
1: Oh, Osiris. Osiris. <laughs> um, no, actually, as a saint fan, like a massive saint fan, a saint simp, if you will, mm. I. I think they should leave him a mystery.
0: I mean, I, I, I'm always a fan of preserving mystery and just going like, no, fuck you, we don't need to explain that.
1: Yeah, I felt the same way about um, Master Chief. Yeah, true. Face isn't important. We don't need to reveal. Leave him a mystery forever.
0: Yeah. And to, to like a um, to a similar extent, the first John Wick movie, where, they, where they're like sowing all these seeds of mythology around like these coins that have like apparently infinite value and like all of these references to like organizations and things that are happening with no explanation. I love that shit.
1: Yeah. And, and just, then you end up just movies, like
0: thinking about it yourself. And you're like, wait, go back. To, what was that though?
1: Through the movies, you, the, the layers kind of get slowly peeled.
0: Yeah. Not but only some of them.
1: Alluded to basically. Yeah
0: yeah um but yeah just like just a very interesting insight into the making of destiny and what what was ultimately like a very short part of the season it was basically like the opening 10 minutes maybe it was contained within that oh, excuse me that that beer is just repeating on me um well uh but yeah i, th- I can't look, that playstation article that was sort of that brought that comment in I don't think there was much more in there. They were more talking about like how early the seeds of Savathun's story were actually sowed. And it, is, I think I think we spoke about it at one point where it was basically that point on the moon where Sagira dies. That was essentially it. And that's when yeah. Savathun got in.
1: And I mean, with Witch Queen, probably going to be a lot more revealed. Mm. Like how deep it actually runs will probably become clear over the, the lifespan of Witch Queen yeah. as an expansion. Um, and the game moving forward to the final shape. Like, mm. we're probably going to get a lot more of that. But, I mean, worst case scenario, we can always do, like, a an episode about it. Yeah. One day, maybe. Yeah. Okay. We sit down and break it down <laughs> and nerd episode out over fucking, it. fucking,
0: I don't know, 40.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we spent episode two and three nerding out over it. So. Yeah,
0: we did. Yeah. Um, there was... I mean, I, I, I dropped this thing in here. It's like uh, a tweet about the 30th anniversary, the, the, the uh, six player activity that's coming with that. I so completely, for for well, men. it's called dares of eternity and there's like trials of the nine symbols on it. I completely forgot that that was just in the witch queen showcase. I was like, Oh, new stuff. No, you idiot. It It's old. We knew this. Um,
1: so excited For a new six man.
0: Yeah. That'll, that'll be fun. Um, i I don't know if that is the like thing that's loot cave adjacent i think it might be because there's also like a dungeon coming in that might i i don't know look it's it's like three weeks away we'll find out soon enough holy fuck i'm so excited i also like yeah i also because it was like halo were doing their 20 year as was xbox their 20 year anniversary like this past week and the halo infinite multiplayer beta dropped um, as part of that. And I gotta be honest, I installed that and was playing a bit of Halo. And honestly, it feels weird on Mouse and Keyboard because I never did the Master Chief collection. But just like it still weirdly got me nostalgic of like, oh, these are Halo guns. This is Halo armor. And like hearing the fucking music, I was like, damn, this shit do be hitting. <laughs> this is my bag. Uh I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I'll keep playing it, but it was it was fun to just try that out for a bit.
1: Uh, one of my friends that I met through being in the uh, the Australian Youth Choir, he's a opera singer now, a, uh-huh. a tenor a tenor vocalist. Yeah, was
0: he in that thing in, in Sydney? Is that what you is that what you're leading up to? Uh, no.
1: So, not then. <laughs>
0: okay, no, I will explain that. But go on. I was
1: going to say he and the homies because he's he's got a. Um, a group that he performs with at events and weddings and stuff did the uh the classic stand in the men's bathroom and sing the theme yes and snapchatted that to me the other day and i was like yes. yes
0: no the uh the thing they did up in sydney um as part of like a video package they put together for the 20th anniversary it was like a half hour um thing similar to like the witch queen showcase where they're cutting between people that look like they're presenting on a stage um but they cut to uh, well, they cut, they cut first to like an acknowledgement of country uh, being on Gadigal land. And um, then they showed a basically like a mini orchestra set up, like full uh, string section, horn section and a, a small choir set up. You know, they're, they're here on the grass, Opera House in Sydney behind them, just doing like a bunch of slapping Halo music, obviously finishing with the main Halo theme. Uh, and I will, I will not lie to you. I was sitting there trying to drink my coffee in the morning, watching it, and I started crying. I was like, "This shit is just so tight. Like, it's it me. It, like it. It. I didn't realize how much it kind of meant to me when I was growing up. It, it. I didn't realize. And it's only now where I'm like, "Oh shit! Like, this is actually really, really cool that they're doing this. Uh, like celebrating it like this and." um they did a lot of really cool things with like how they laid out the orchestra so that from an overhead shot and with some lighting they did it made up like the shape of the o from the halo logo um yeah it was just like some really cool touches um i i will never not fucking bang that halo theme that it's so good just such a good tune um but yeah, and like I watched that, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll install this Infinite Beta. I'll see what's up." Um, it it feels kind of weird, but <laughs> that's mostly because I've been playing a lot of Destiny.
1: <laughs> yeah, true.
0: <laughs> kind of makes me want to like look, uh, get the, the Master Chief Collection and just play through all of those games on easy, just to like, just to binge that story essentially. Um, because I might just because yeah. I've got Game Pass, you know, like I might just get Infinite and just play through that, but
1: that little nostalgia That's
0: it, yeah Bubble. Yeah, see if I can just like speed run Fucking six Halo games before Infinite comes out <laughs> I think it's supposed to come do out Like stream. in December Do
1: it on stream
0: I don't know if I have that much time <laughs> So many Halos Jason Statham it's the How second I shot like all
1: of these Halos
0: <laughs> Fuck <laughs> How do I stop the Halo relay oh, Halo Array? No, that's Mass Effect Relay Halo oh array. no god damn too many space games
1: how do i open kingdom hearts ah
0: you don't that's the secret way to win Huh. um next one um you drop this in here the um uh. the guardians mh guardians mental health which seems like it's like officially endorsed by bungie right? It is. Bungie
1: gave them assets and resources to build all of their materials from. Bungie were 100. So my understanding... Yeah, can you explain
0: to me what it actually is? Like, is
1: I think my understanding was it originally started as just a, not even not-for-profit, just a bunch of Destiny homies hanging out and being like, yo, mental health is really important. Mm -hmm. And it kind of built from there. And then they became a not-for-profit. So... And then I think through their not-for-profit work and their work in the community surrounding mental health, because we Mm -hmm. know Bungie finds mental health important and Mm -hmm. they find social matters important. Bungie said, yeah, we like this. This is good. We like this. And I think rather from the stuff I've read and the interviews I read and the website, rather than Bungie be like, this is ours now, we're going to have a mental health initiative, they said, hey, instead of taking this thing that you've worked so hard on, and detracting from it by being like, oh, well, now Bungie has a mental health at Bungie. Yeah. They went, hey, what if we threw some money at you? We gave you access to resources and then also a few of the devs and a few of the creative people behind it. Mm. And I think a few of the higher up people have put their hand up and said, yes, we support this and given quotes and resources yeah, and cool. feedback. And-
0: yeah, because I think there's a difference between like the stuff that has showed up in Bungie news posts about like... Uh, you know, trans at Bungie, black at Bungie, those are more internal focused on the employees at Bungie. Whereas this, I think, is focused more on people who play the game. Yes. Right?
1: Yeah. So this is more mental health in the community. Hmm. And obviously Bungie being like, yeah, this is this is super important. We need to look after the homies and yeah. we need to make sure guardians know that if they're struggling, they can reach out.
0: But the their, their primary thing is like, physical goods right
1: so they they do a resource pack and i think we'll link their stuff below because Mm. mental health is important and Mm -hmm. we've always like a few episodes ago we were talking about how important it is yeah for burnout (laughs) i think we'll definitely link their stuff because it's amazing the work they do but they have physical packs that you can request yes that are free or you can it's like it's a bit like um But it only
0: ships to the US, I think. Only the US. Yeah.
1: But they have made digital versions of the packs available to international guardians.
0: Yeah. The the little so bit uh, I did look into it, it looks like shit that's ripped out of destiny in terms of like the design on it and, yeah, and so all that.
1: Bungie Bungie gave them assets. Bungie gave them marketing of yeah. like marketing access. So Those the whole it's not Someone being a weirdo and just infringing, Bungie have given them the the full go ahead and partner yeah, cool. with them. But like, people are starting to post the physical packs, right? And they look amazing. Like, there's a journal in it called Dim, funnily enough, which I love. <laughs> um, a whole bunch of box breathing techniques for anxiety. Um, you know,
0: there's a weapon perk called box breathing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's it's great there's a mindfulness coloring book i'm just looking at it now guardian meditation and they've gotten community members and voice actors from the game who walk you through the meditation
0: damn i i want lance reddick to fucking tell me how to box breathe that's what i want
1: um is that what what what
0: tier do i have to subscribe at to get that
1: (laughs) right uh Four, seven, eight, breathing, five, four, three, two, one, grounding techniques. A lot of things to help with Mm. um, anxiety and panic. And um, they've even got a resource that is, I downloaded it because I love mental health stuff. They've Mm. got a safety plan resource. Okay. So if your mental health is feeling a bit risky-bisky. Uh-huh. It helps you structure a safety plan, and, and then you, you can would take give that to people you around can you. Take this card to someone and be like, "Hey, I'm a bit risky-bisky at the moment. Mm-hmm. Here's my safety plan. Sure, here's here's what I want for myself while I'm struggling. Yeah. Um, and a they call it a gratitude inventory, which is just it's a destiny version of gratitude journaling. Okay. which is is a proven psychological technique that when you are struggling and you're feeling really down, sit down and five find one to five things every single day that you're grateful for. okay yeah and just really focus in on that hmm. rather than every it's hard obviously rather than everything else going on in your brain you feel like shit the world is falling down. Take these five instances that you're grateful for and really just hone in and experience that positive emotion of being grateful or being yeah. uplifted by something. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. I'm like looking at it. It's just, I wish they shipped internationally. Cause I would yeah. proudly put that shit in my background. Yeah, if right. I could, but the digital pack is just as great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. I'll look I've, I've made a note, which is what I was done before. So that I will actually put it in the description below. Um, Cause yeah, they've, they've got a whole website for this stuff. That um, they've got a Twitter account. They've got all the things you'd probably expect from something like this, but yeah, very cool to see them get like, you know, the stamp of approval, but then also to be given just a stack of resources to go and build something that is pretty cool. But without feeling like it's like pandering in a sense of like, Hey, it's this kind of journal, but we've just made it look like destiny. It's like, no, it actually is. It's both right. Like it's, it's it's what it needs to be for the mental health stuff, but it's also it feels organic, like it's part of that universe in a way. It's not just slapping a sticker on it.
1: Yeah, and it, I mean, if it if this is what it takes for someone to be honest, yeah, with their um like with their mental health, or this is what it takes for someone who is embarrassed to talk about their mental health to reach out and say, "Hey, I'm actually in a really dark place at the moment, guys. Mm. Here's my safety plan." Or a guardian learns box breathing, the box breathing technique and is able to use that in everyday life. Maybe not for themselves, but a loved one, a friend, a fire team Mm. member.
0: Yeah. And that's it. Like it, it, it kind of functions in a way like, um, you know, like representation for minorities where it's like, this is now relevant to me. Whereas the stuff I'd come across before isn't not saying that's me, but just like a hypothetical person of like, you know, these mental health concepts before I've bounced off them, but, this packaging for some people might be their, their way in the door.
1: It's, it's amazing. I'm yeah, thoroughly. We both love psychology and mental health. We're both big mental health advocates. So Mm -hmm. like we will forever geek out over stuff like this.
0: Oh, hell yeah. And then also I think the, um, you know, just a slight, uh, tangent, the, um, the emblem that they put out for the for the trans pin or the trans um I mean you get it with the with the trans pin obviously, but they also just made that freely available to everyone. I think that happened after our last episode. It happened
1: we both claimed it during our last stream. So yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. So, so after we- our last episode, um that is just super cool, because in the past they've they've had like, you know, the they had the Black Lives Matter pin. They had um they have one for pride, I think. They have they've done like two or three of these. And the, the emblem in-game has always been attached to you have to go buy the pin. Which, you know, fair enough, they do that with a lot of their merch, but very cool to see them just be like, nah, everyone gets this one actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I really liked it because I'm in a point in my life right now where I can't afford to buy the pin. And I would yeah. have loved to buy the pin because trans rights are human rights. Yes. Um, and I have the the pride at bungee and the blm or the black at bungee mm-hmm. pins as well but right now i can't afford the transit bun oh Bungie dude
0: also pins. like the shipping would be more than the pin to yeah. get it to australia
1: <laughs> so for me for me having that emblem to at least be like yes i'm here yeah i see you i'm not i'm queer but i'm not trans mm-hmm. you know and i understand like i'm here like we homies
0: yeah yeah <laughs>
1: I will fight, yeah. I will fight anyone. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, that was very cool. Cause it, that's always something that like, you know, as, as a like fully CIS hit white man, um, I often struggle with is like the CD's posts come up specifically with Bungie of like, you know, here's the, the black hat Bungie initiative. Here's the transit Bungie initiative. Like, and I always struggle with like, what's the best way I can, I can help and like in that in that context right like when it comes to work or personal life that's a a different a different bag but like with this it's like cool i can put this emblem on and then if i match in with someone and they might not be flying the emblem but they might be trans and they might be like oh shit, this is actually you know they're starting to see that kind of reflected back at them of like this community isn't as bad as i thought it was potentially
1: yeah and at least for a couple of games of Trials or a couple of games of Crucible, they know they're in a safe space.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that, that's kind of, that's why I really appreciated them just like giving it to everyone.
1: Well, yeah, in relation to that, I've seen tweets from trans guardians and trans content creators who are like, yo, I lobby up with four other people who have the transit Bungee emblem. And mm-hmm. they're like, I'm not afraid to get in the OVC. Like I'm yeah. not afraid to get into team chat. Yeah, because I know I'm safe. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, that's really important as well. That these people, like these people. Oh my god, that's the worst wording. No, but but trans trans people have safe a safe place within gaming.
0: Yes, yeah, and if all that means is I I fly an emblem and I forget about it. You know, because I, I don't change my emblems all that often, if I'm honest, I'll find one and be like, that's cool, put it on the and, and then look at it like three months later when I get another one that I like the look of.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, if I, if I fly this for a while and that does something good for someone, then great. That's, yeah. that's, that's really cool
1: and that's it that's that's allyship in a nutshell it's like it may seem inconsequential to you mm-hmm. but it could change someone's day yeah. and you don't have to make a big deal out of it you yeah. can be an ally without Dude, this, screaming um, about it
0: i mean on this water bottle like this rainbow x-man sticker i was like in a work call with a guy who in the past had struggled with coming out at work and i just like t- wasn't even thinking about it. took a drink while on that call and it was just like me and him it was just like getting to know each other and he just, like, called it out, and he's like, that's actually really cool that you just have that. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I completely forgot about it because it's like I'm drinking out of this bottle and it's at the bottom. I didn't even see it. But it's like I've, you know, presented it to the camera like that. Um, so, yeah, little things like that. I, I I think about doing that more and more of just, like, little signals that, you know, I'm a safe person um, without going down that road. You remember there was that time when people were like, I'm going to like put a paperclip or something on my on my jacket and now people know I'm safe. It's like, yeah, that's so easy to abuse. That's not that's not anyone's symbology. That's just a thing you've made up or something like that. It's like, okay. That's more easily recognized as what I meant it to be.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, my work lanyard has a trans ally pin, a LGBTQI youth ally pin. Like, I, I uh got a lot of stuff from, like, Wear It Purple. Yes. Yep. And that group. And I wear that at work just because our turnover turnover rate is so big that we're constantly meeting new people. And I, I want people to, in really calm and not shouty ways, even if they walk past my desk and they see mm. that pin on my lanyard, they know it's safe.
0: Like, yeah i mean it it also goes the other way it makes it really easy to weed out shitheads
1: shitheads yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so they come in they're like oh what do you support that for it's like, all right bye block <laughs> okay, but working, who you are.
1: without doxing myself working in the industry i work in mm. i've also been approached by a lot of people who would typically be like who are straight white dudes mm-hmm. who are just like hey yo like Can I ask you a question? And they're asking from a genuine point of like-
0: Trying to learn more.
1: I want to be better about this. How can I help our clients who fall into, and it's like, they know they can approach me with those questions because of these tiny little signifiers. Yeah. And the emblem could be the same thing. Yeah. Especially in a Discord server. Yeah, If I team up with someone that you don't normally fire team up and you've got that emblem, that's a conversation you could be having, an educational moment you could be having with someone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there was a kind of a similar thing that I came across just because I was, you know, I'm trying not to look at like the Destiny subreddits, but every now and then I still do. Um, But there was a program in there that um, I think it's been running since like September called, what was it? Big Guardians Little Lights, which is kind of like, like not as much of a sort of social justice focus, but it's more like the Big Guardians part of it is like people who are very familiar with the game, people like us being sherpas to people that are either new to the game or returning lapsed players and just kind of like guiding them into all of the systems and the lore and whatever they want to know more about um and that's the kind of thing actually now thinking about this where flying that emblem for example like might make a world of difference to someone who's trying to break back in maybe all they've seen is like a bunch of shitty white dudes on twitter yelling about how destiny's a dead game right and then they're like, no, but I love the space magic. I want to talk about the space magic with someone. And that might be something that, you know, helps them decide to stay in this community long-term.
1: Yeah. I'm interested in joining that program, but I think I would be more interested, and this is just, I guess, I hate the word in this context, but trauma. Yeah. From uh, being a female in gaming. Sure. Um, I think I would be very interested in sherpa other female players or yeah. LGBTQIA players?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I'll i tell you, because I signed up, I, well, I put in the application because that, that's what it is. Um, it's basically just a, an open text box and they're like, why do you want to do this? There's no, like, you're not trying to tick a bunch of boxes. It's just like, I haven't heard anything back, but it's basically just like, why? Why you? So, you know, if you want to dump in there that motivation... Um, that might be something they're looking for. Um, but I will, I've also just made another note, I will put a link down below to their website because um, I think it's a really cool idea. Um, I've always liked the idea of, um, you ever seen Guided Games, that like thing that is still listed as a beta feature among raids? Um, yeah. I've always liked the concept behind that of, I'm going to put myself down as someone who will guide a team through a raid and all it needs is like the rest of that team to go into that matchmaking queue. In theory, I like the idea. It's just no one ever did it. Um, no one's ever in that queue, or it's like the worst parts of LFG bleed into it, from what I've heard. Um, but There's something like this is breathing. a bit more, yeah. Something like this is a bit more focused around, like, oh, who the fuck is Shawhan? Oh, let me tell you. Have you seen Fast and the Furious?
1: Yeah, and then hand-in-hand hand with that, they've probably got a pretty decent reporting system too. So if you come across a Guardian yes. or a Light that are a little yeah. bit shitty.
0: Yeah, it, it's it. from what I can see from the outside, it seems fairly well set up. Um, I imagine they've had a lot of interest with um, with that post on Reddit. It's kind of just surfacing up. So uh, big ups to them. Um, we should probably talk about the twelve now that we're yeah. some, like I don't know, 30, 40 minutes into this episode. We're done,
1: we're done geeking out over like nice the things. parts of the Destiny no, community look. that we love so much. We geek out hard over the Destiny community.
0: The TWAB is not like, it sounds it's like you're setting nightmare. it up as a negative No, thing. no,
1: no, 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 it's I just a like different, geeking out over the community.
0: Yes. Um, look, go and read it for yourself. Set aside half an hour to an hour. Get a cup of coffee. Get something like to just keep you going because there's a lot. In this fucking thing. Um, usually we record Thursday night, as we've mentioned before. So that means, like, with our time zones, the, the TWAB. TWAB. How are we saying it again? TWAB. I
1: say
0: TWAB. TWAB.
1: TWAB. It's TWAT- TWAT argument, isn't it? <laughs> no, okay. So it's spelled
0: like SWAB. That's where I get it. Anyway, the TWAB. But
1: AT is a A ah sound. I,
0: I mean, I know. Um... So the twab because it sounds less dirty, I think.
1: Twab. <laughs>
0: twab. Um, no, I should say twab because it's not an oh, Fuck. This Web. sucks. I hate this. Okay. <laughs> it's a big one. Um, but yes, what I was saying is we usually call it Thursday night, and time zones mean that the the twab drops for us Friday morning at like four a.m. Yeah. Um, so and th- that was like honestly part of the reasoning with when we scheduled how we make the show is like, we didn't want to just be a weekly twab report because there's enough people doing that already. And I've already seen, there's a guy I follow on Twitch. um, He posted a 45 minute twab breakdown and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Um, So go and read it for yourself. Don't, my advice would be don't read too much into the numbers until the patch drops in three weeks time. Um, But essentially abilities are dead. Long live abilities uh everything's getting a fucking overhaul there's a lot in there um the general and you can correct me if i'm wrong or if you picked up different parts but the general theme seems to be since beyond light they made a bunch of engine changes and that has kind of set them up for what they're doing now which is Every ability now can have an independent cooldown, even if you're talking about grenades across classes and subclasses. Whereas before, it's been like, your grenade will take this long to cool down no matter what you're playing. Now, depending on what grenade you're running, what cl- which obviously means which class or subclass you're running, basically like each of those will have an independent cooldown based on how potent or how powerful they are in-game. Uh, they're also doing things around like super regen rates and breaking them down into different categories um, depending on like how, again, how powerful they actually are to use. Um, notably the, the thing with the fastest regen is Well of Radiance and yes. everything else is in a different category. <laughs> There's like five, I think they had five tiers of super regens uh, and it was, yeah, Well of Radiance at the top, Everything else is below that, um, going down to like, I think roaming supers are down in the slowest. But basically, they're also pitching this as when they go to do, you know, they're doing Void 3.0 with Witch Queen. They're also talking about when they do Solar and Arc. They're talking about this as, you know, they're setting it up so that Void, Solar, Arc will all work similar to how Stasis does now, where you're picking all the fragments and aspects. I think that's kind of where they're heading, but that also means. You're tuning things a lot more within your build, not just them tuning it for balance, but um, you can have a lot more control and things will actually feel different. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's fucking wild how big this patch is going to be and that it's like that they're timing it with the 30th anniversary stuff. I would have thought like the event big enough, do it on its own, but no, they're just going to drop probably one of the biggest like balance changes patches whatever you want to call it in a long time if not all of destiny yeah (laughs) it's it's actually crazy how much is changing i like and this is the thing this is why i had that preamble is like i don't know if it's good or bad i i could sit down and like crunch the numbers for how i play and come up with how i imagine it might feel yeah but it's also only three weeks away and i don't want to start like changing my build now for things that haven't happened yet. So I'm just going to, like, let it ride. I'm going to go into that 30th anniversary, play my usual classes, my usual builds, see if that feels any yeah. any, any amount of, like, significantly different, and then go from there.
1: Yeah. I just took a quick look, and it does look like support supers are prioritized yeah. in ter- terms of the rate.
0: Yeah, in terms it of, like, recharge.
1: Sense. Yeah. That support supers would not would recharge quicker than something as hard hitting as like a thunder crash or a shadow dive or even a yeah. chaos reach
0: and you you want to know the th- like i was thinking about this today like a lot honestly because it came out this morning i had to get up super early to take my car to get service so i was like reading it before i left at like six in the morning um and then it's been sitting in my brain all day um but i was thinking about this from like an in-universe perspective right if we are channeling the power of the light for these abilities, the thing, the things, the abilities that are the most powerful should take longer to recharge because we're using more of that power. So this actually feels like it's more correct to do it this way. <laughs> and they have said, I mean, like, th- this is not the final state. They will tune this and balance it and move it around but it feels kind of like it feels satisfying in that way of like this grenade does more damage so it should take longer for you to get it because you've used all your it's like mana points right like you've used it all up you need longer to get it back
1: yeah and then even on just like a cute little fun like ooh, isn't that sweet it's like yeah of course the support abilities are also going to recharge quicker under that logic too because mm. they do no damage the light <laughs> is you know we're being told the light is the guardians going out and doing good so even even by your logic it's like well yeah it makes sense that the support like the support abilities would get recharged quicker because wouldn't the traveler and all those beings on that side of the fence want you to be doing that
0: yeah um there was also like some really interesting stuff about how they're actually treating pvp and pve differently which yes. historically they haven't done, but I think that's because they haven't been able to. Yeah, where they where, you have balance patches in the past, and they're like, "Well, we have, if we tweak this here, it's going to break over here in PvP for these reasons." But now they're doing things like essentially nerfing Shadow Dive a whole bunch for PvP, but in PVE they're making it more powerful. It's fucking bonkers. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, and yeah, they they set that up really well too yeah. by down what they're talking about when they talk about something like the sandbox, like that yes. opening thing. Like, that was really are,
0: really important that they did that.
1: Here are terms you're going to be hearing a lot in the next few updates. But also
0: terms that people in the community often rampantly abuse and use yeah. incorrectly. <laughs>
1: um, you know, uh, until today I didn't realise someone I used to know used sandbox incorrectly all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those things where I was like, "Oh,, yeah. so I was right the whole yeah. time. Yeah, but you know, and that's a lot of fun that they're looking at the two game modes almost separately and then tweaking within them individually. Yeah, which means you're going to definitely have a crucible build, you're going to have a raid build, you're going to have a PVE build. like yeah. it is pushing people to diversify a little bit more. I know it's going to push me to diversify, especially yeah. if something like Arc gets broken down, like mm. uh, Stasis is right now. Yeah. Like with the different um, aspects, that's going to push me to diversify outside of Stasis and Arc, probably. Yeah.
0: And I mean, there's, so to get like a little bit specific, there was some stuff in there about Titan shoulder charges, right? In PVP, they're essentially a one shot. So they're basically taking that away. Um, and then there was a tweet earlier today from, from DMG basically said like, Hey, you might feel bad about shoulder charges getting a a bit of a nerf, but may I recommend to you the leg exotic peregrine greaves, which boost all shoulder charge abilities provided you do them from the air. And that, that's the thing. I've never used peregrine greaves. I'm a Titan main. There's entire sets of Titan armor I've never used or Titan exotic armor. And these kind of changes, I have to imagine it's the same for a lot of people, are going to force rebuilds. They're going to force thinking about different items, different mods. Um, yeah, it might it might be a little bit painful at first, but it's certainly interesting. Mm. You know, like having to rethink uh, whether whether or not this is going to break my main Titan build. I don't know yet. Like I know that Hammer of Soul the 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 um you know, the roaming titan th- throw the hammers everywhere super.
1: Oh, the hammies of dammies
0: Yeah, that's now in the category of supers that takes the longest to recharge. I don't know if that's gonna affect how I play that build. Mm. But I'm gonna find out. And that to me is super super interesting. Um, especially when, you know, they're adding extra like weapon buffs and tuning patches there. Um yeah, that is it's exciting. And I was not ready during what we thought was the quiet period to have something like this drop on us um very interesting about them kind of bringing back a point they'd made previously about what they want their crucible focus to be with number one being a focus on gunplay over abilities just kind of doing everything which like i get it and and i'm not someone who kind of builds towards just Throwing abilities everywhere. I actually really like the gunplay side of things in PvP. Um, so it's it, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out because I I'd, I certainly know what they mean about super o'clock. They they mention that in quotes super o'clock in a crucible match when you get to a certain point in the match and basically everybody super pops at the same time or thereabouts. Um, so it'll be good. It'll be good to see that kind of settle down and and see what happens with um, with people having to think about guns a bit more.
1: <laughs> yeah. Staggering yeah. out those supers too.
0: Yeah, and the, the thing that I'm curious about is, like, how the focus back on gunplay shifts the meta, right? Because so much of it is, like, you know, this gun, that gun, cool. What if you're running this class? You've got to be running this grenade. And it's like there's definitely archetypes that people fall into. But if they're focusing back on weapons, it's like, okay. This kind of maybe brings that variability in a bit. I don't know. Um what it I mean I I doubt they'll do this, but I I hope they're not overcorrecting to it's all about guns, abilities are bullshit. And then it just becomes like another, I don't know, another, online shooter. Yes. And you kind of lose the 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 well the magic the space magic. Um, I I can't I can't imagine that's what it turns into. But I I wonder how far their their desire to have gunplay be the focus for PvP. I wonder how far that goes. I wonder how far that takes us.
1: Yeah, true.
0: But yeah, very very interesting times ahead. And when I say ahead, it's well now it's you know. Three two weeks and a half. away. Well, less than that now, but Still. S- I'm like, I was already excited for 30th anniversary, and now I'm excited for everybody's shit to get fucking rocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see, it'll be interesting to see yeah. how mayhem kind of changes a little bit too.
0: Yeah, true. I mean, mayhem's always funny because it's like you just spam supers, that's the point. Yeah. Um but then, you know, cuz cuz like Blade Barrage, right? One that classically gets used to mayhem a bunch with shards of gallon or very fast, very good refund as long as you can land the hits. You get that super energy back. Um that's in the I think that's in the second highest tier for super regen, rate That's I don't I was not expecting it to be that high for how cuz like if you're playing Blade Barrage and you're not running shards of gallon, what are you doing? But maybe yeah. this is the time where people rethink that, right? And they go, "Well, It's not this, like, hard dependency. It's not this hard pairing that you have to do if you're running that super anymore. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very curious.
1: We're going to find out.
0: Yeah. And fucking rip my YouTube algorithm because I'm going to be seeing a lot of recommendations for, like, build recommendation videos. And, like, here's what you need to know about the... December 7 patch and like I'm just going to tune all that shit out and see how it feels for myself thank thank you very much bye (laughs) god (laughs) okay it'll be good also warlock slap fights
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) I've been training my whole life (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I like when they repeatedly referred to unpowered melees as slap fights, I lost my shit a little bit.
1: Yeah, Cause that's it's what really I've been funny. called. <laughs> Go back to our Halloween stream. Um, yeah. you can quite hear me see. give a little slap.
0: Yes. But like a slap fight just implies there's two guardians in PvP doing unpowered melee to each other. Um but yeah, so specifically under like okay, so they broke down some of the changes like under each class. It gets to the warlock section. The literal first thing is a paragraph on uncharged melee. Because um, apparently, warlocks have been just like tickling people.
1: The uh, <laughs> unpowered melee is low. Yeah. And it's not great.
0: Yeah. So it's literally
1: a. The animation is literally a palm, too. Yeah, it's just
0: like that. Just, uh um, but es- essentially all they're doing is making it work like the other two classes where they're they're reducing the range uh but also reducing the like time between doing it. Yeah. So you can do it a lot faster, but a lot shorter. Not well, not a lot shorter. They're pulling they're taking a meter off it. No, sorry, they're removing the one meter range extension Warlocks received. I didn't know you had them long arms just out here. <laughs>
1: It's kind of like a track, so yeah. it like the Titan swing, mm. how it kind of lunges you forward. Yeah. Um, if you track and lock on and do the unpowered melee, the warlock kind of flies forward. It's a little sure. bit goofy. It's, yeah. From first person and third person, it looks goofy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yes. But like, it's not as dramatic as like a knife or a big like. Like wheeled back and just swing like whole body into yeah. the punch movement. It's like
0: <laughs> yeah, and the hunters like, just there, like, like you're being fucking, lunged forward. The hunters they're like throwing it just like backhand stabbing a knife in the throat. It's like what you? Yeah. How, how are you? How are you allowed to have that?
1: The warlock uh unpowered melee is goofy as fuck, and that's probably why I abuse it as much as possible. Well, look, I'm come to sit,
0: dece- like, come to Well, December eighth for us. Come December eighth, you'll be able to do it a lot faster
1: yeah i'll be able to piss you off quicker
0: just out here like this (laughs) i like honestly when i saw that that was the first item under warlocks i i almost screenshotted it and sent it to you at six in the morning i was like fuck i can't believe they have done this
1: i can't believe you've done this (laughs) it's just a warlock slapping it oh my god Someone make that happen, please! Oh my god! I need that animated.
0: Please. No, it's like game footage, Warlock doing that, and then at the end of the animation, it cuts to that vine of like the guy getting smacked in the face.
1: Can't believe you've done this.
0: So funny! Yeah, oh, man.
1: I've been training for the last twelve months for this moment.
0: Just ridiculous. Um. Yes, that look that that is us fucking skimming the surface of this update. There is stuff in there that is all percentages and sentences and seconds and meters and there's hard numbers in there. Yeah, but mean nothing to me right now. But we don't care. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Bunch of nerds.
0: I'm gonna get in there on on December eighth and be like, this feels mostly the same. I'll get used to it. Or I'm gonna be like, ah fuck this build. Time to time to do a new one. Yeah. (laughs) But what I'm gonna do between now and then, and start like stockpiling materials just in case I need to do a full new build. Yeah, like if, I, if I need to like masterwork a piece of armor all over again.
1: glimmer mod components.
0: Yeah, and it's it's good it too because this week it's double nightfall rewards. So if you want to mm-hmm. pick up some glow sticks, I know just the place. Provided you're willing to put up with the hollowed layer strike a lot. It's not nice. It's <laughs> It's pretty bad.
1: Yeah, actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's kind of a drag.
1: Try to be half powerful on that one and then yeah. I what I'm talking about
0: Yeah. I mean it's fine. I wouldn't do the GM. Like I only just got Conqueror. I don't think I'm ready to do that GM. I'm good. Yeah, no thank you. Um I didn't have anything else specifically from the, the, the TWAB I wanted to to talk about. Um, mostly because I want to read it again and, uh, really see, yeah, see what I can pick up. Um, but that—that's kind of the the big stuff is all the different balance stuff that we talked about, and it's huge. Go read it for yourself. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> well, there wasn't there those... wasn't much else in it though. It was just all okay. nerd shit. And
1: also, like, it's it's one of those TWABs that, TWAB, TWAB. It's one of those, uh, this week's at Bungie's. No, say TWAB. Like Pardon me, TWAB. Yes. <laughs> Oops, sorry. That's um, that everyone is going to take something different away from it. Yeah. Like, depending on the way you play mm. and the type of guardian you are, you're going to see a different section in that that's going to have, it's going to be weighted more for you than other sections.
0: Yeah, I I know. Basically, everybody I play Destiny with looked at the point that said shul- Titan shoulder charges will no longer be a one hit kill, and we're just like, good. They're yeah. stupid. They're stupidly overpowered.
1: <laughs> well, other than other than the unpowered melee, I'm interested in the the super change stuff because mm. until recently, I was primarily a support guardian. I True. used well. I used rifts. I used a lot of like um overshield stuff so support stuff being a, sl- a quicker recharge rate is mm. going to be interesting it might well, that, push me back into that, the support. yeah but that's role. for
0: supers the thing I completely forgot to mention is like they're they're talking a lot about abilities themselves regenerating more based on you actually getting into gunfights yeah. rather than it just being a passive wait for it to come back Yeah which is that's going to change up a lot of playstyles I feel like if it like you'll still have i think from from what I'm into, what I'm taking from this you'll still have a passive recharge rate but it will be better if you're actually playing the game
1: clearing ads and yeah. and in crucible yeah trying to at least make kills
0: yeah and i wonder how much of that will change things like uh some of the mods for example that like give you grenade energy or melee energy by picking up all the power and you know those sorts of things i wonder if that's going to shift much mm. um but again there's it's kind of difficult to know now as detailed as it twab was it's kind of difficult to know for sure what it looks like once that patch drops yeah and then also like they will do more refinement and tuning and balancing and Probably a whole bunch of changes for when Witch Queen drops because we're getting Void three point A lot of this feels like setting up for that. Um, but I wonder what else, because usually an expansion brings some fairly big changes with it. Yeah. Um. So who knows? You know, December eight to, to February twenty third is a long time.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to find out.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um. As for now. I think that's kind of it for, uh, for this here episode. Um, well, all that's left is to say thank you as ever for, for tuning in. Um, we'll see you next week unless I don't know, my car needs another service and i lose a whole day and fucking $700. (sighs) What a day I've had. Um, yeah, please, uh, do all the usual, the usual things of liking and subscribing and rating and, uh, telling us i don't know your favorite part of this week's twab which uh which percentage value was your most interesting i don't know i got nothing <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we will we will see you next week as i said i'm just repeating myself now uh that's it goodbye
1: bye <laughs>